At ASDefense.com, we were already selling the best knife brands in the world when law enforcement approached us about making them a knife. And so, the ASD Centurion was born. Centurion is made of tough D2 tool steel, has a full plane edge, and fully serrated spine. It's like having two knives in one. Centurion also has a gut hook, skull crusher, and storage inside the handle. Get your ASD Centurion today at ASDefense.com. That's ASDefense.com. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. I do want to thank our sponsor, Second Amendment Arms and Range. Located in New Carlisle. If you mention me, you get half off your range time. Tomorrow is Kids Shoot Free Wednesday, which means if you have a shooting parent, kids can shoot for free over at Second Amendment Arms and Range. Go to secondamendmentarms.net again for more information. All right, uh, got some big news. The live stream is back up and functioning. What has it been, like two weeks, three weeks? Feels like it's been three weeks. <clears throat> so it's functioning. And here's here's the thing. Oddly... Knock on wood. That's not real wood. We're, we're hosed. Behind me? All right. That thing. Anyway, no major issues. It's, get this. I have the old better chat widget back. It's streaming to youtube.com slash Casey the host. It's streaming to twitch.tv slash Casey the host. And here's the deal. If you want to just watch it on my website, go to the burningtruth.us. I've got a blog post with the video right there and if you watch it on my website at theburningtruth.us you won't be able to interact with the chat Uh, but i also have the chat from youtube and the chat from twitch all funneling into the exact same chat widget so everybody can see everybody and interact with everybody it's awesome so it's working and i'm stoked to have it back especially considering it's been down for so long and i know that a lot of you have been very patient with me while the computer fiasco happened because of microsoft so I also get to gloat a little bit, and I always like being able to gloat, and I'm even going to go to a local newspaper to gloat. Hey, Joe, what, what caused the, uh, what have I been saying causes the, the vaping illnesses? Black market THC. <clears throat> Which has the vitamin E acetate, right? That's what you Correct. cut the black market THC with. And I, I've been saying this for how long now? Like It feels like It feels months. like it's been at least a year, but yeah, it's like, at least four months, right? Yeah. So we've had these things happening for about four months. And it was like mm-hmm. right after that, that I came out and I said, because we had 200 people that got sick in like one weekend. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, vaping. And I'm like, okay, here's the deal. Take a step back in 15 years and in 10 years when this is really popular, nobody has ever gotten sick from vaping. All of a sudden we have a couple of hundred people being sick. It's one of two things. Either a bunch of people are doing some illegal stuff with it, which we know is happening. Or there is a defective product on the market, okay, which happens, all right? It happens with your lettuce. I don't see any of you stopping eating salads. Happens with your chicken. I don't see any of you stopping eating your chicken. So maybe Pete Buttigieg because he doesn't know how to eat fried chicken. But everybody else just goes, all right, that's one thing. We'll, we'll go ahead and we'll move on. We'll look at any regulations or anything that might have to happen with that one particular company. So that's what I told people to do. Be patient. Nobody's ever gotten sick from this before. Clearly something unusual is happening. And 
naturally, the government, which is um, in bed with big pharma and big tobacco and politicians with big pharma and big tobacco, they all immediately made the push to go after vaping, even though none of the illnesses were tied to over-the-counter vaping products. And Brian Kilmeade and I had a bit of a fight about it at Noise. Uh, I was told by listeners that I needed to have a word with Brian and I let him say a lot. Did I or did I not? I let him just keep going. And I kept looking at the crowd. I just pointed and said, just, just a minute. <laughs> just a minute. I let he and Katie say their piece. And then I just kind of unloaded. And actually, everybody thought that was a really good debate because he and I totally disagree on this. And now, do I send him a text and rub this in his nose or do I just let it go? Because typically, okay, typically, typically I'm very petty, but I genuinely like Brian. Flip a coin. Okay, I'll flip a coin and see if I rub his nose in this. Now let's go to the South Bend Tribune, the local paper who has been pushing the government line on this, that vaping should be banned. Okay, U.S. officials identify the strong culprit in vaping illnesses. Wouldn't you know it? It's vitamin E acetate. Son of a gun. Where have we heard this before? Hmm. The same chemical compound was found in fluid taken from the lungs of 29 patients. Did you see that one guy just had a double lung transplant because of this? Look, I'm I'm pro weed, but don't ruin your life with the stuff, okay? Uh, 29 patients across the country, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention said the compound, vitamin E acetate, was previously found in liquid from electronic cigarettes and other vaping devices used by many of those who got sick. This is the first time they found a common suspect in the damaged lungs of patients, officials said. No, it isn't, because I read the report that was released almost two months ago, which said the same damn thing. (laughs) It's not the first time. We are in a better place in terms of having one very strong culprit, said the CDC's Dr. Ann Shuchat. Uh-huh. Now, the agency says, we can't rule out other toxic substances. Yes, you can. I mean, I know you have a job to do and you're going to keep doing it, but if you are a reasonable adult who is capable of thinking beyond a fifth, uh, not even fifth grade, five-year-old's level, you understand that this is the problem, okay? I've been telling you this for months. Everybody else has been telling you this for months who who know this field. Everybody who has gotten sick did illegal black market THC through their vaping device. Even the stupid kid whose parents are blind enough to think their sweet little angel has never done dope before, admitted in a USA Today article that he did, in fact, use black market homemade THC capsules. Was it capsules? Is that what they call them? Whatever. Pods uh, in his device. Okay? Even he admitted it. And he's suing Jewel. Okay? He's suing Jewel for his lung damage. But even he admitted he was using the illegal stuff. So it's important that everybody understand this one critical fact. It is exhausting being this right all the time. Exhausting. Okay? I just... I'm trying to... I'm literally trying to save people's lives here. It's... Okay. Okay, put yourself in my position. Joe's laughing, but put yourself in my position. I do not vape. I do not have a vaping endorsement of any kind. Okay? Although the new CBD lotion is made by Juice Mafia, who also happens to be affiliated with eCig Works. But that's a separate product. And I don't have any vested interest in vaping whatsoever. None. Not a financial component. Not any kind of a personal habit component. Nothing. I'm just trying 
to give you the information that is out there so you don't die by smoking cigarettes. We all know cigarettes kill you. Okay? We all get that. There is a huge debate about secondhand smoke because you were lied to about secondhand smoke most of your life. Okay? But beyond that, we all know cigarettes are bad. So, should we or should we not be endorsing or promoting a product that gets people off of cigarettes more effectively than anything else? You realize the next closest substance, or I should say product, because substance isn't the right way to phrase it. The next closest product that gets people off of smoking cigarettes is only 50% as effective as vaping is. Think about that. It's 50% as effective. Vaping is by far and away the best method to do this. Now, do I like kids running around and sucking this stuff down and blowing smoke and all that other stuff, whatever they're doing? Um, yeah, I'm just going to start calling it uh, running coal. It's, it just seems appropriate. Um, do, do I think that that's a healthy thing to do? No, but I also don't think sucking down Taco Bell all the time is a healthy thing to do either. And if you ask me, the science is pretty darn clear. Sugar and fast food are a heck of a lot more dangerous than vaping is. But if you're going to go ahead and do it, I would rather you do this than smoking a cigarette. And I'm okay with putting restrictions on, on minors under the age of 18 who are, who are vaping, okay? I'm okay with that. But let's be honest about what is actually happening here. Vitamin E acetate, I told you that this was the case for months now. That is what the CDC now says it is. They have no other suspects. There's no other correlation. Literally everybody in the news who has been tied to this thing has done illegal black market THC products. Every single one of them. There has been no association with these vaping illnesses to legal, over-the-counter, regulated vape juice or products. None. And by the way, we say, well, Juul's being sued because people are using Juul's case. You can't say over-the-counter products. Look, when I take a Juul device or I take a vaping device and then I modify it, that's not over-the-counter anymore. I have now modified it. If you have a gun and you take it and you modify it to be an SBR, the ATF doesn't go, oh, yeah, well, that was over-the-counter, so we're good. That's not what happens, okay? It's not the same product. So once again, the CDC confirms that Casey Hendrickson is right. You all owe me an apology. You're welcome, America. I'm just trying to save your lives. We have more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Might as well talk about it. Um, The new Disney streaming service. So I was already planning on signing up for this thing anyway. I guess none of the Star Wars and Marvel stuff is working anywhere. I think it's because um, Netflix still has exclusive deal on that. I don't think their contract has expired yet. I think it's because it crashed because the Mandalorian was supposed to premiere and everything oh, else. That was supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Oh. So I, I think that's because of the crash. So for those of you who don't know, Disney Plus launched today. Disney Plus is the new streaming platform, and I know before you go, oh crap, I got to pay for another streaming platform. Disney's a little different. Not only are they going to have original content, you get a ton of the classic Disney movies you know, everything. that you can't buy. You know, they'll, they'll like release Bambi like once a year and you can go buy it for like 50 bucks or something like that. So you can get those movies now. Um, they have a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the TV shows, the original content and everything else. And 
They're launching a bunch of new Marvel and Star Wars shows that are exclusive to the platform. The only thing I don't like that Disney Plus is doing is that they're going to go week one episode per week instead of releasing the entire season. I don't know where Disney's been. People like to binge watch. They don't they don't want to wait a week between episodes. So hopefully they change that. That's my only gripe, but it's actually really affordable. It's cheaper than Netflix. You get all this Disney stuff. You got kids. It's obviously huge. My kids were watching Nemo and a couple of other movies and stuff like that today. Um, I came out. My wife said that she signed up for the seven day trial and she's like, I just wanted to try. I'm like, I was already planning on signing up. So don't worry about it. Just let it go. And, and they'll, they'll sign it up. But it crashed globally. Yeah. I believe it. Like it, three it hours after me. it. Cause it, it launched. Really doesn't. Th- yeah. I think it launched like 3 AM. I don't mm-hmm. know what time zone, like 3 AM. So people said that they set their alarm. They woke up at 3 AM. By the way, what a, what a dork you are. Okay. What a dork you are waking up at 3 AM to go watch Disney. But anyway, Teach his own. It's your own thing. If you wanted to watch The Mandalorian, which is a new Star Wars thing about the bounty hunter, if you want to go ahead and watch that at 3 a.m., so be it. And they said you had about three hours of streaming, and then everybody woke up and went and logged in, and the servers went down. By the way, the U.S. works better than anywhere else in the world, apparently. And even in the U.S., several hours ago, before I came into work, you could not get any of the Marvel or any of the Star Wars content. So they were just giving you, like, the Disney movies. So, that's that's a good launch. I mean, that's a good that's problem a good to have. Sign is what it is. It's them. a good problem to have. Uh, they had a lot of a lot of people sign up for it, and if you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to uh, to take a look at it. I think there's some package deals with Hulu and some of the others too. Um, was it Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for 13 bucks a month or something like that? So you can end up saving some money. But it really isn't that expensive anyway. Like I said, it's cheaper than Netflix. But <clears throat> but yeah, massive, massive crashes uh, with uh, the launch of Disney+. Plus. But like I said, it, it's probably to be expected, and people are angry about it and irritated about it. But, you know, it's the launch. Everybody logs on at one time. It was like when the FAA decided to tell everybody you had to register your drones. And I said, yeah, have you ever seen the FAA's website? Like, it was built with Dreamweaver 7. And like, there's no way because it was two months before the the requirement hit. I said, this website's going to crash. And it did. And it crashed in like three minutes after Christmas. (laughs) There's no way it was going to handle that. Um, According to a caller who just called in, the Star Wars stuff is back up and running as of like a half hour ago. Oh, so within the last half hour, Star Wars is up and running. Okay, cool. Well, I'll watch the Mandalorian. That looks good. Um, so yeah, it did, it, it crashed and fans were angry about it and ticked off about it. And I, like I said, you should have expected it. You should have expected it. Uh, Dylan sent me a message on Facebook says you have, if you have Verizon, you can get Disney plus for a year for free. The only problem with that is you have to have Verizon, but, but other than that, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Five, seven, four, 25, 95, 95, three. That is two, five, nine, five, nine, five, three. You can also send a text message to four, five, three, six, four. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Uh, what do we have here? Okay. I, I had this yesterday. I, when you're doing a live remote, you can't talk about everything that you want to talk about. Cause you got people in restaurants and kids and stuff like that. And, um, not that I really do anything. Well, okay, I don't do a lot 
I do do some, but I don't do a lot that wouldn't be considered kid-friendly, but you're still in a public place, and not everybody is a huge fan or a listener or anything of that nature, so you just you always have to be careful because you're still in somebody else's business. Schools are already safe, and active shooter drills will, quote, traumatize millions, says Princeton professor. Okay, so I just want to sp- spend a moment here and acknowledge that the professor, he's a sociology professor, Patrick Sharkey, he's correct, schools are safe. Schools are actually safer now than they were in the 1990s. I know that you would know that because you have a bunch of anti-gun activist groups out there lying to you about how many mass shootings there are. But schools are actually safer now by the the data and statistics by a wide margin than they were in the 1990s. Now, you have heard me say before that when Columbine happened, people in my school, we were looking around and going, why is this a big deal? Now, again... The older you get, you realize that it's a little different what happened there versus what we dealt with on a regular basis. People going to the hospital for my school was a commonplace thing. People getting shot, stabbed, uh, a very a very common sort of a thing was to get a soda, put it in your sock, and beat somebody until they were unconscious and bleeding all over the hallway. Had one kid thrown through the window where his arm um, was completely lacerated and all of his tendons and everything were jacked up. He had to come to school when he did finally come back he had a whole big cage on his arm where they were attaching his tendons and keeping them connected these were commonplace things where i grew up so for us looking at columbine really okay what's the big deal and we used to make the joke all right it's a bunch of suburban white people that had a shooting and they don't know how to handle it again you get older you realize that it was different okay but when you were a kid, it didn't resonate with us because we came from a very violent place and a violent school district. At the time, Las Vegas was the most dangerous city to live in in the United States, and it was for many, many years. We had huge gang warfare. L.A. gangs were trying to invade at the time. It was a whole mess, um, which is why the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department became so paramilitary, which worked in getting the gang problem somewhat under control. The problem is, is that that attitude kind of carried over, and now... Um, they have some real issues with the way that they police the community there. So this professor is right. Schools are safer now than they were in the 1990s. But in the 1990s, we had active shooter drills. And nobody was traumatized by this. I was a, a junior, I think, was the first year that we had them. But they went through, they went with the sim rounds and everything, and it, it, it's whole loud brouhaha. They never came into my classroom, but they did the hallway thing. You have to practice all of the locking the doors and all that stuff. So they've been doing this since the 90s. Let's let's not pretend that this is a brand new phenomena and that this is super commonplace or anything like that. Nobody is traumatized by this except for those Indiana teachers who got, was it the paintball? Did they take a paintball or an airsoft? The, the Indiana teachers that got executed, was it airsoft? I think it was airsoft, right? So they were traumatized. Nobody else is traumatized. Just the teachers who volunteered to be taken prisoner and executed when they were actually fake executed, they were traumatized by that, according to the Indiana Teachers Union, who pitched a fit about it, even though they volunteered. But I digress. Um, so there's there's some points there. Schools are safer, but it's not going to traumatize anybody. Just like it didn't traumatize us that we would crawl under our desk when a thermonuclear bomb was going to go off and we were all going to die anyway. Here's the thing. You have a chance to survive an active shooting, okay? When I grew up, you were basically getting in an uncomfortable position to die, okay? That's that's what was happening with us. So while all you little kids out there go, oh, man, you guys didn't have to train for active shooter drills. Well, first of all, we did. 
But second of all, no, we had to train for thermonuclear war and imminent death. I think we got you beat. Just a, just a smidge. That doesn't include the earthquake drills, the fire drills, and all the other drills that were out there. That, and, and then, of course, the, uh, the uh, what, what do they call mental health drills. We had those mental health drills. That's where you had uh, your buddy Bill, and he would just pull the fire alarm so you all got out of school for a little bit. And he's hanging out on the front lawn while the fire department had to do the mandatory sweep of the school to make sure that everything was okay. But really, it was just a, <clears throat> excuse me, it was just a prank. But now we got cameras everywhere. We didn't have those back then. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. 95.3 MNC presents the annual Radiothon for St. Margaret's House. That is going to be, um, of course, uh, coming up on the 21st and the 22nd. Of course, St. Margaret's House is in the heart of downtown South Bend. Helps dozens of local women and children every single day. They serve about 80 women and kids a day. Uh, that's the rough estimate of how many that they they serve. Sometimes it's more, obviously. So, again... Um, they have classes, they have clothing closets, they help them with resumes and finding work and budgeting skills, things of that nature. So many things are offered at St. Margaret's House. And of course, the big one is, you know, some of these women and kids don't have any food. And this is an opportunity for them to get a meal or two a day. And St. Margaret's House has been doing this for a long time in our community. Like I said, it's one of those things we're all kind of united on. I know that you'll you'll, you'll probably run into a lot of people that typically would be on the the opposing end of politics, but we all agree that St. Margaret's House is an asset to this community and we support them and we hope that you will help us support them on November 21st and 22nd. That's a Thursday and Friday. And again, sponsored in part by Judy's Boutique, Impressed Jewelry Creations and Graber Custom Remodeling. All right, 574-2595-953. The Supreme Court will allow, speaking of school violence, will allow the Sandy Hook family's case against Remington Arms to proceed the Supreme Court has denied Remington Arms their bid to block a lawsuit filed by the families of the victims of the Sandy Hook school massacre. The families say that Remington should be held liable as the maker and promoter of the AR-15 style rifle used in the 2012 killings, which of course makes no sense, but I digress. The court opted not to hear the gunmaker's appeal in a decision that was announced Tuesday morning. The justices did not include any comment about the case. They just simply said, we're not going to hear your case. So that's it. Um, It'll go back down. Now, of course, if Remington wins or loses, it can still be appealed up to the Supreme Court. But Remington was sitting here, you know, looking at this and going, well, first of all, we're already protected by the law. Second of all, you don't sue the manufacturer of something if somebody abused the item that the manufacturer makes, just like you wouldn't sue somebody who made an automobile if somebody decided to drive down the sidewalk and kill dozens of people. Remington had appealed to the highest federal court after the Connecticut Supreme Court allowed the Sandy Hook lawsuit to proceed in March. In recent court filings, Remington says the case presents a nationally important issue. I think they're right about that, about U.S. gun laws, namely how to interpret the 2005 Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act which grants broad immunity to gun makers and dealers from prosecution over crimes committed with their products. And like I said, um, you don't have to have that same protection with a car because everybody understands it's the person behind the wheel of the car that caused the issue, not the car's manufacturer. Remington manufactured the Bushmaster Bushmaster AR-15 style rifle that Adam Lanza used on December 14th, 
2012 to kill 20 first graders and six adults at the elementary school in Newtown, Connecticut. The families first filed their lawsuit in December of 2014, saying the Bushmaster rifle never should have been sold to the public because it is a military-style weapon, which, of course, those of us who are shooters know is not true. They accused Remington of violating Connecticut's unfair trade practices law when it knowingly marketed and promoted the Bushmaster XM-15 E2S rifle for use in assaults against human beings, which, of course, they did not do. Uh, The closely watched lawsuit has survived many legal twists and turns, moving from state to federal court and back, and repeatedly escaped bids by Remington and gun owners groups to quash it. While the suit initially centered on a claim of negligent entrustment, or providing a gun to somebody who plans to commit a crime with it, the case now hinges on Remington marketing the gun. Uh, There was just a survey that was here uh, done here this week that found that women overwhelmingly prefer AR-15s to any other gun on the market. And part of the reason for that is um, it is light, easy to handle, accurate, and it allows them to hit the target with ease. That is the point. So all of the things that make an AR-15 such an effective tool are the things that are being used against it right now. So when you argue against an AR-15, you're literally arguing for somebody to be less able to control and use the tool in the manner that is the safest possible way. And, of course, they say, well, bad guys uh, are able to easily use it, too. Yeah, I I, I know. That's the point of having this tool is to be able to use it easily and effectively, and it works. Um, And if you've never shot, you don't know the difference between a rifle and a pistol and and how it handles. I get Hollywood goes in and they tell you you cock your head all sideways and do it one-handed and everything. You'll hit everything under the sun, but that's just not how things generally go. We'll take your phone calls on this and more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Oh, look, the news is running with the story about the guy who got two new lungs from, uh, from vaping illegal drugs through his vaping device, but they're not talking about the CDC confirming that yours truly was correct. It's vitamin E acetate, which is only used in the... The uh, the dopers who are not that there's anything wrong with being a dopehead, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that when you're an excessive dopehead and you're plugging up your lungs and then trying to blame a product that's not responsible for it, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for you. So they're covering the person getting the double lung transplant, not why he's having to get a double lung transplant. I'm sure that the this is why I don't donate my organs. Because I can't say, no, my lungs aren't going into somebody who smokes dope through a vape device. If I had the ability to have a line item veto on that, then I would donate my organs. But I'm not going to. So if you want my organs, you're going to have to earn it while I'm alive, and then I will donate the ones that I don't need to survive for all of you. Uh, Because, again, this guy's been, he's been vaping THC products through his vaping device ruined his lungs and now he's getting two brand new lungs and guess what he's gonna keep doing it it's not gonna stop him anyway 574-25-95-953 talking about the Remington Arms lawsuit Supreme Court refused to hear Remington's case so the Newtown Connecticut lawsuit against them because they manufactured the Bushmaster rifle that was used in that shooting can go forward Lynn welcome to the program good afternoon good afternoon Casey thank you for your service oh thank you you're welcome. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. It goes to court. They set a precedent, and then they can't be sued anymore because, like you said, there's so much evidence against it. They shouldn't be able to win anyway. 
Yeah, and I mean, this could always still end up back in the Supreme Court. I think everybody has to kind of keep that in mind. And the Supreme Court didn't give a reason why. I think Remington was hoping that, look, we've already got a law on the books. Let the Supreme Court settle this now. And the Supreme Court's probably like, let it get through the lower courts first, and then we'll handle it. So that way there's a natural order of things. That's what I'm thinking is going on, but I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, and look, I mean, if Remington should never lose this case. I mean, it's no, it, you know, obviously, because it, it's a real simple argument. You know, they don't advertise this thing to go hunting innocent people. That's never been done. And that's that's a, an argument in the, the plaintiff's case. That's never been done. And they don't they, they don't have any responsibility for how people use their device, just like a car manufacturer or any other manufacturer, for that matter. More people are killed I with know. hammers in this country than AR-15s. And nobody is suing Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's or any of the others. Right, so, you know, it's like I'm going to sue the spoon manufacturer because I'm overweight. Right. I, that's, I mean, you know, it's the spoon. The spoon shoved it in your mouth. People, you didn't do it. You know, people like you and I with common sense and logic, we're like, I don't know what to say to that. You know, it's like, what? Well, we don't know what to say. See, we don't know what to say to it, and that's why we're not in elected office. <laughs> because <laughs> we, <Okay>. we can't <laughs> get elected with common sense, let's be honest. All right, I appreciate That's it. For sure. Thank you much. No problem. Have a good day. All right, take yeah, care. I, I, here's the thing. I could never come up with what Elizabeth Warren has said about how she is going to fund her Medicare for all. I could never come up with that because I would be thinking about it and going, wow, this is really stupid. <laughs> so I could never let it even leave my mouth. But if you're a politician, then hey, whatever. Jeff, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, Casey, you already rained on my parade, man. I mean, if they go after the guns, they'll go after the cars, they'll go after the hammers, they'll go after everything. I don't think they will. That's the problem. I think they'll just go after the guns. I don't think they're going to go after those things. And I think that's Remington's big case. Uh, Look, if you're going to go after us, then you have to go after everybody else. Now, the retort to that is, yes, but cars are not manufactured to kill people Guns are, and that's not true. Guns aren't manufactured to kill people. Guns are manufactured right. for all sorts of various reasons. It just so happens that most of them have the ability to take somebody's life if need be. But it's also manufactured as a self-defense device. It is not manufactured right. as an offensive device. Uh, but it can be used as an offensive device by the wrong person. Right. Uh, anyway, uh they're just a bunch of uh, clowns up there honking their horns in their clown cars. And uh, to the more serious point of it, thank you and all the other members that uh, defended our country. Well, thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it. Okay. Right. You Bye. take care. Yeah. Uh, good Veterans Day yesterday. And, of course, Prime Table. Thank you to everybody who came out, by the way, and saw us at Prime Table. I really do appreciate it. It was a big success, even with the horrible weather which ended up being even worse today. A new ethics complaint has been filed against the impeachment whistleblower slash leaker. A new whistleblower has filed a complaint with the intelligence community inspector general against the individual that sparked the house Democrats impeachment inquiry against Trump. So just, just so we're clear, we have a new whistleblower with a new whistleblower complaint, not against Trump, but against the whistleblower who whistleblowed against Trump. <laughs> whistleblowed, 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 <laughs> however you say it. So we've got a whistleblower whistleblowing on the whistleblower. 
Okay? <laughs> the complaint obtained by Fox News and confirmed by the Washington Times. I've been shoveling snow for like eight hours today. All right? Leave me alone. Uh, The complaint obtained by Fox News and confirmed by the Washington Times alleges that the still unnamed whistleblower has violated federal law by soliciting a gift from more than 6,000 individuals via GoFundMe page. Uh Uh-oh! I don't even think I knew about a GoFundMe page. The account was created in September by a group called Whistleblower Aid and pushed by the impeachment, uh, impeachment whistleblower's attorney online. That might be a big problem. It is soliciting a gift, and you can't do that. Okay? You don't whistleblow to get rich. And part of the problem with this lawyer is that they've been offering money for people to be whistleblowers against Trump. So they've been offering free legal representation and cold, hard cash. It's basically a bribe. The GoFundMe has raised $277,500 as of Tuesday morning. That is a lot of dumb people. The new whistleblower's attorney say that their client believes these donations are coming from prohibited sources. They're requesting the inspector general investigate whether any of the donations came from foreign agents. Hey, for the record, this whistleblower is not guaranteed anonymity either. But, but you have to say that they must remain anonymous and nobody is allowed to out this new whistleblower because the old whistleblower, that's the argument made for them. The most concerning allegation that my client believes is that the federal employee that you are protecting and their attorneys apparently have strategically weaponized their alleged whistleblowing activities into a very lucrative money-making enterprise. Why does the whistleblower need 277 grand? They're getting representation for free. They don't even need legal representation. Their job is not in jeopardy, okay? So why do they need $277,500? I'm sure it's more than that now. Why do they need that? The answer is they don't. You're simply paying them because they are speaking out against a person that you don't like and want out of office. Uh, Let's see. The GoFundMe effort is described as a means to support the lawyers of a U.S. intelligence officer. It specifically states donations will only be accepted from U.S. citizens, but many of the donations were made anonymously. Which, of course, could be a problem. The impeachment whistleblower's lawyers are standing by the fundraising effort. Um, So they're offering their legal services to people free and paying those people. Okay? So you can now also draw the line, since they have offered monetary reward for people to come forward and be whistleblowers in the past, and yet they're recouping it through crowdfunding campaigns. So really, what they're doing is having the taxpayer, the person with uh, soliciting gifts, actually subsidize payments to whistleblowers, which is a huge ethical problem in the U.S. legal system. We've got, of course, a lot more coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, but the live stream is up. It is back, finally. You can go to youtube.com slash caseythehost, twitch.tv slash caseythehost. You can even watch brand new on my website at theburningtruth.us. Just look at the latest blog post. If you don't want to interact with the chat, we got more coming up. 95.3 MNC.